0: podcast land and welcome back to Spoilers, your bad movie review show on the Rat Pack Podcast Network, where your hosts have lots of opinions but zero credentials. Each week we watch a movie, usually a bad one, we crack a couple jokes, we give your our insight into the film, and we play a couple games at the end. I'm your host, Adam, and I'm joined by my co-host, Maestro. <laughs>
1: your first mistake. Oh,
0: and Cowboy. Yo. Look at you, man. Hey. This week we're watching 1999's A Talented Mr. Ripley. This is directed by Anthony Minghela. Mingheya eh. Say again? <laughs> it again. It's directed by Anthony, no last name. Uh, <laughs> Anthony also directed Cold Mountain, The English Patient, and Truly Madly Deeply. I think I may have seen Cold Mountain, maybe at one point. No, 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 not Brokeback Mountain. Cold Mountain. Yeah. Oh, sorry, my bad. Then no, I haven't seen this movie. Uh, this is starring Matt Damon, Matt Damon, Gwyneth Paltrow, Jude Law, Kate Blanchett and Philip Seymour Hoffman, among other people. Let me give you our synopsis of the film, then we'll jump into the opinions, our reviews, and whatnot. In the late 1950s, New York, Tom Ripley, a young underachiever, is sent to Italy to retrieve Dickie Greenleaf, a rich and spoiled millionaire playboy. But when the errand fails, Ripley takes extreme measures. All right, have you ever seen this film before, guys? Mm, yes, long time ago long time ago?
1: long, long time ago. Yeah, when it first came out, maybe about a year in between. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, all right. Yeah, when Matt Matt Damon... 18 years ago? Yeah. Give or take? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Before
0: Matt Damon was famous for The Ocean's Eleven. Oh, okay.
1: Before he was famous for
2: Jason Bourne.
0: Okay. Uh, This was probably pre-Jason Bourne for me as well. Yeah. It it was late enough. I want to say maybe five years after it came out. Only because I, I remember hearing about it about he's like a kind of kind of con guy type of mm-hmm. thing like ooh I want to see a con yeah movie. he's a white collar yeah a- white, a- white a- collar yeah.
2: great con man
0: yeah all right so the uh, the format of the show as it is today we're gonna act as if we just walked out of the movie theater we're now went to the nearest bar we're having a couple drinks together and talking about the movie
1: all right this is an unusual bar considering it's like there's no bartender. <gasps> <gasps>
2: what?
0: <laughs> so, what, what are your thoughts? What, what, first, first the impressions of the movie. It doesn't uh, age. It doesn't age. He doesn't age. Well, I mean, oh, Matt Damon. It, yeah. yeah, yeah. I it, laugh for that point. Not so much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. With Paltrow also. That's true, right? Mm. Well, even the, even the guy that played Peter with uh, Hoffman. The, oh no! Uh, uh, the, the, shoot, that was Freddie. He played Freddie. Uh, Peter was Jack Davenport. Yeah. Jack Davenport. Yes. Yeah, he he does not age. I mean, he, you yes. see him in new stuff
2: now, and it's like, wait, wait, how... Yeah. You know, this is 1999, and you look the same now. It, I mean, yes. he looks uh, exactly Matt the same. Matt Damon doesn't look older, but he looks more mature Right nowadays. You know right. I mean? If you see him in this, and then Jason Bourne and stuff, he does look more mature. Same kind of but look. He does play a good nerdy dude with those glasses on. Yeah. That is like Clark Kent and Superman, oh, which they reference uh, in the movie. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's...
1: I forget which movie, Oceans, he was in where he had to use glasses to be some sort of, like, games inspector. I think that was the third one.
0: Third one was he had the, he had the nose as well. Third one, he had the nose. Okay. Second one may have been the glasses. No, but that was... Oh, the a- second one he was himself yeah. as the, like the um, midwife, almost, butler kind of person to uh, President Julia Roberts. Ah, uh, yeah. The first one, Oceans 11, yeah. was the one where
2: he had to dress up. With the glasses and stuff. First yeah. One? yeah, yeah, it was the okay. first one. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it, it was uh, very. I was in some parts. I'm like sitting there wondering, okay, what's going to happen to him next? How is he going to get out of this mess okay. and debacle? And you can see, and it, 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 I mean, I'm not. I love the Jason Bourne movies because I like action packed movies like that. And this was not that. No, but. At the same time, I'm sitting there seeing the wheels in his head turn, you know, as he's running into these scenarios where he's got to be quick thinking and figure something out, you know, yeah. um,
0: and it doesn't go the way you think it's going to go. No, it, it, sure, it sure doesn't. There, there, there was a, at the very beginning of the movie. There, there's a, a scene where he is first pretending to be this. Um, uh, it starts off quick. It's yeah. like real quick. Yeah. Boom. With, from the piano straight on. Yeah, because he, he's pretending to be Tom Ripley. Which is not boat. On no at the uh, no 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 it's, no it's like a it's like a uh, he a, is a Tom gala of
2: some kind he is Tom Ripley he was filling in for a guy playing the piano for a guy who was supposed to be there right okay but. They reference later on in the movie. They didn't find a Tom Ripley that oh, went to that's school. Right, that's right. They only found a Tom Ripley that did the piano tuning.
0: Right. Okay. So he, oh, Tom Ripley no. is his real name, but he was pretending to be somebody else. Yeah. W- some no name person. Exactly. That also went to uh, was it Harvard? Har- I think. Uh, See, I uh, didn't catch that think. either. One that makes sense now. Yeah. So he was pretending to be this guy for this other guy that yeah. didn't, didn't want to go to the party. Mm-hmm. So is, is is his is his profession? You think a, a, a con artist in general, or was uh, he doing a favor for a guy, you think? No, I, th- I, think, I think his profession, like, like you said, he was a nobody,
2: okay? Because they also referenced in the movie, you know, he was a nobody. He was trying to pretend to be somebody. And he, he goes into this whole diatribe of, in his head, like, or, no, actually, he was talking to Peter. He's like, I was just wondering if it's better to be a nobody or a pretend somebody. Right.
1: Yeah, this is and he was level. talking
2: about how he feels like he's just
1: yeah. stuck in a closet. Better to be yourself as a nobody, or yeah. somebody else as
0: a somebody. Exactly, yeah. because he can't like be himself, right? Because so, himself is a nobody. Yeah, but but at the at the beginning, he was filling in for somebody, mm-hmm. the, the, whoever the guy was that gave him the, the Princeton yeah. jacket. Yeah. So is that something that just by happenstance, or you think this is a? A career that he does, where he pretends to be, he like maybe has a Craigslist ad. If you don't want to go to a party, I'll fill in for you. Well, the girl he was singing with, or the girl
2: he was, the girl that was singing at that in the beginning that he was playing the piano for, uh, knew him. You know, because they went across the street, and it was supposed to be his fiance,
0: right? But but that was the girl of the guy. Yeah, I I I think
2: um, my opinion is I think he got caught up into it. Okay, I don't think it was something he planned to be a con man. But right. then again, when he's sitting there talking to Dickie the first time, like, everybody's good. Dickie's like, everybody's good at something. Everybody's good at one thing. What What are you good at? And he's like, uh, forgery, faking uh, <laughs> signatures, uh, yeah. you know, basically being a con man is what he told Dickie he's yeah. really
0: good at. So I, I think th- to me the way he got set up is this is his job on a super low end level. And then he got the chance to take it to the next level and it, Got away from him.
2: Would you consider that a job or that's just his life?
0: It's, it's his life. It's It's, his his life. it's, it's yeah. how he makes a livelihood. Yeah. I was, well, I'm sure he does piano things on the side, but this is like a hobby that he wants to turn into a profession, much yeah. like one might do for And then when, when
2: Dickie's dad uh, <laughs> propositioned him yeah. to go to Italy and bring his son back, Dickie, right. um, uh, Tom realized that or found out from Dickie's dad that he likes jazz. So what does he do? He's studying jazz. Yes. And not only is he studying jazz, he's listening to jazz and trying to pick out who the composer was, who the writer was, who yep. the artist is and stuff like that. He was just by hardcore hearing. studying. Oh, yeah. He was hardcore studying jazz and anything. And, and throughout the movie, he's constantly paying attention
0: to somebody. That's what makes you think that this was in some way, maybe not a profession, but something that he was already been doing. So he knows how to do yeah. it. But, but the question is: is like when, when
2: Dickie's dad hires him to go to Italy to bring his son back, was he originally planning on uh, no. doing everything, or did he plan on just taking $1,000 Dickie's dad offered him, going back there and getting Dickie to come back? But I think he got caught up yeah. in everything. Because of the girl. Because the girl, or
0: because of Dicky, Because of Marge. He was in love with Marge. He, I uh, see, this is, this is where it gets a little weird for me. I, I think he was in love with Dickie. Or was he in love with himself? He was in love with, he was in love with anybody that, I guess, gave him attention. You're That's not what wrong. it came down to be. You're not wrong. So at the beginning, was that girl, like, oh, hey, look at mirror. Yeah. And then he, he gets to know more and more about Dickie. He's but, like, uh, oh, I b- want a piece of Dickie.
2: But the more, he, but the more. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> How long were you holding on to that one? Oh, that, that was accidental for 100%. Oh, I wish I would have thought of it beforehand. But he was trying to get a hold of Dickie yes, in the movie.
1: To... <laughs> I'm so glad this thing is going to be recorded. Now I can use it every <laughs> Oh, yeah.
2: Oh, you just wanted so a little Dicky. that's all. <laughs> wanted a little Dicky. Oh, I'm my going God. to
1: iTunes right after this. <laughs> but oh. it, the,
2: the crazy thing was, is like in the movie, like he got to know a lot about little Dickie. Right. And <laughs> that's going to happen a lot. Yeah. Uh, he got oh, to know a lot it. about Dicky. It's going to be uh, a lot of Dickie. He, he got to... <laughs> Greenleaf, Dickie Greenleaf. Yeah, Mr. Greenleaf. Um, no, that's his dad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but they got, he got to know a lot about him, but he also learned a lot of things about him that nobody else knew. He learned a lot about Dickie. Yeah. For instance, he got that one girl pregnant. He wasn't really, you know, as much as Dickie could say he was in love with Marge or Mags. Is it Marge or Mag? I think it was Marge, right? Uh, Meredith. No, oh, wait. No, Meredith was Marge, the other it's girl. Marge, you're right. Marge. Yeah. With Marge, um, he was not very honest with her. I me mean, He's fucking around with the other girls and and she even said, Marge even said it in the movie, like everybody's in love with Dickie when they got his full attention. Yes, but always feel let down when somebody else grabs his attention, and even on the boat, Marge is talking about you know all these guys that have grabbed his attention and, and everything else, and then goes, like he's in love with you, Tom and he, and then she goes, "That's just the guys.: Yeah. She already knows he's fucking around with other girls, because you know. And then he goes down there and boinks her, and and Tom starts peeping on her and whatnot, and that's all good. Yeah, but I think I think once he realized what Dicky was doing to Marge, he felt for Marge. Okay, you know, yeah, and, and he was like, Dickie, you got this wonderful woman here, and, and you're why why not, you know? And I think at some point he felt like he wanted to be Dicky. Yes. Because of Marge and his
0: life. I think it was just about his life in general. I don't don't think it it, it was Marge. I mean, that was a part of it, I'm sure. But just the fact that he can do whatever the hell he wants uh, on a whim. He's got like so much money at his disposal. He can do anything, go anywhere. He's a quick thinker. I think it had a lot to do with Marge because when Marge found
2: Dickie's rings in the room, and, and he's like, Marge, I'm in love with you. You don't understand. The guy was a... Perpetual liar and so blah. That, blah. Was that him just playing something? Yes, like playing it off. But what about all the gay romance he had in there? That was
0: just him just playing it off with no, Peter no, and David. I, I think at that point he was just trying to cover his tracks. Once Marge figured out, oh, you're you, you're behind all of this, he was just like, oh, he, he's he's too deep already. He has to make up things to try to like to get back to even. He's just trying to survive yes. in his made up world in his mind. His con head. Conhead,
2: con man right head right because i think he really did like peter yeah because he was getting the money from mr greenleaf now because right. you know he's like i don't i just want to sweep this under the rug i don't think it was you blah 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 the note but in the note that uh dickie left me the suicide note i think it's clear he wanted me to take care of you so i'm gonna give you his allowance basically yeah and Man, I'm going to take care of you. And he, so he made out. And next thing you know, he's going off with Peter. But then he runs into Meredith, who thinks he's Dickie. Yeah. And he had to do something. And that's why at the, I already jumped to the end. That's why at that's the fine. end of the movie, he's sobbing because he had to kill Peter. I don't think he had to. He
0: did. He had to kill Meredith, not Peter. But it's easier to just kill Peter and move on. No, because yeah. then, then Meredith still thinks he's dicky. Uh, Meredith's the only person that can tie him to everything. True. Peter doesn't. He, he's he's just fine. He, he's he's like, what was that about? Ah, I upset her because of something. And then as he started like breaking down, he started like getting his, his sympathy back and they're like tell me some nice things about me. But he was sobbing and he was. I think in my mind,
2: watching the movie, um, he was seriously hurt having to kill Peter. Not like when he had to. Well. When he had to kill Dicky as well, he was on the boat laying with him a dead body for yeah. who knows how long. That was an accident. I, I feel like I that feel was an like accident. Yeah. That yeah. was something like he, it was it was fight or flight. Yes. Yeah. You know, and he didn't know anything about Dicky in college beating somebody up, and that's why his yeah. dad sent him to. Italy. Oh man, everything
0: played out so nicely. Towards oh me. yeah. That's
2: but why the, it's a talented Mister Ripley. The, the, I mean, yeah.
0: Let's go back a little bit because I want to talk about this uh, this Freddie character. Uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Okay. Uh, God rest his soul. Uh, no longer with us. Uh but he, he played it w- it was a weird he between Freddie and Dickie there there was a bromance there, right? Or there was an maybe an actual romance even? Um I would say a bromance. Okay. Because R- Ricky comes in out of like out of nowhere and starts taking all of Dickie's attention. Where now uh Matt Damon uh, what was his name? Tom Tom, Tom Ripley? Ripley. Yeah. <laughs> the guy that yeah. plays the character that the movie's been named right. after. Yeah, I just I keep thinking born, uh, Jason, Jason, Jason born. 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 Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Matt Damon. <laughs> yeah, but uh, he Sorry, gets yelled. crazy jealous of Freddie. Like it's 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 not. It, it, It becomes like a, wait, who's this guy? Why are you going in with him? No, 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 Dickie, stay with me.
2: That jealousy started when um, they were supposed to go skiing for Christmas. And all of a sudden, uh, Ripley's not invited. Right. And not allowed. And he finds out on the boat from Marge. Yeah. You know, because Dickie hadn't talked to him yet. But basically, the excuse was, Fred found out that Tom doesn't know how to ski. And if you don't know how to ski... It affects
0: where you're going to be able to stay in that resort. I don't know. I, I felt the jealousy right away. Oh, yeah. Like, as soon as Freddie came on the, on the screen, uh, Tom was just like, well, uh, who's, who's this guy? I thought I was, I thought yeah. I was your friend. Why yeah. aren't you hanging out with me anymore? I thought we were brothers. Why, why are you listening to music with him in inside of a, a booth? One headphone per ear. No, that's supposed to be my thing. Could, um, all right. Well, are we going to hang out? Like, No, just go home, Tom. Oh. Uh,
2: yeah, go go go, go 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 get a cab. We're gonna, yeah, or go you take the to car. The We're gonna get a cab. Yeah, you yeah. wanted to
0: go sightseeing anyway in Rome. Go go do that. We'll come back later. No, yeah, you're right. You're right. And I then he gets. Then one. he goes back home and starts dressing up in Dickie's clothes. Oh yeah. The, well, Dickie told him to go take one of his jackets. Jackets,
2: yes, jackets. But then he decided to try on his clothes. Are you wearing my <laughs> shoes? He
0: said nothing about shoes uh, or like, oh, ties. I was just messing around. Shots. I was fooling
2: around. He's like, oh, go get undressed in your own room. Yeah. You know?
0: It was uh, from from the very beginning. I, th- I think Ripley w- had a. Uh, I don't know I if he really. Rid- my words carefully. He, I think he, he had a hard on for Dicky. <laughs> you chose <laughs> your words correctly, and you still came up with that. I, I couldn't get past it. It was just too like. But I don't. I don't think
2: he had a hard on for Dicky in the beginning of the movie. Like uh, when when he was had the opportunity to go to Italy. Yeah, I think. He jumped on that opportunity to go to Italy and make a thousand dollars. Yes. Absolutely. I don't think he really knew what he was getting himself no, into. No, he did not. But I think he did want to understand who Dickie was to try and help persuade him to move back
0: or come back to New York. Yeah. But in the process, then I think he got caught up fell in the in love life. With Dickie. There, there was a scene where Dickie's in the in the tub. Oh, yeah. And, and uh, Matt Damon's in there like, it's kind of cool out here. Can I get in there? Yeah. It was like. What? <laughs> He's like, no, no, like, not, not not with you in it, not with <laughs> you. I mean, yeah, I mean, obviously not with. I mean, I was just, I was, just, I mean, I don't know. I've seen <laughs> more of
2: Jude Law and Matt
0: Damon's ass than I care <laughs> to uh, admit because of this movie, right? So Jude Luck gets out of the tub, and and Tom's just like hello? staring at him in the mirror. Hello, hello, yeah, hello, Dicky's butt, he wanted a little Dicky, yeah.
1: Oh, this is like <laughs> audio gold. <laughs> uh, this gonna, I'm going to put this on like every okay every time. It wouldn't it
2: sound good if I said he wanted a little green leaf. you know. I think he's talking about marijuana. Right, yeah. You know?
1: I don't know about you, but I'm going to put this on. Every time you guys call me, it's going to say that. <laughs>
0: when time. I call you, is it going to say, little dicky, little dicky? <laughs> 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 Give me your little dicky. <laughs> well, now it is. That was perfect audio <laughs> yeah, right? directly. Yeah. What did he say? No. That's right. That's right. I can wait. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's going to happen. You know that.
0: <laughs> yes, it, it was a very weird kind of relationship. It, 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 was, it was hard to tell what this guy's intentions were. Talented. He was talented. Yeah. yeah. Well, he, was, he, he adapted very quickly to yeah. him, the things that happened to him.
2: And he picked up, yeah.
0: So eventually, when he ended up killing Dickie in a boat. Because Dickie started freaking out. Dicky came at him cross though. I I, I can't get too mad at, at Tom yeah, for this. You're right. He's like, uh, you're just not interesting. You're you're like you're basically yeah, a loser. I'm done with
2: you. You're you're not cool anymore. Yeah.
0: But what was weird about that
2: was before they went to go north to see where he was gonna park his boat when he moved north, um, he was tell- he was asking Tom Ripley, um, did you even go to Princeton? Yeah, did you did you even go to the school? Because like I don't even think you went to that school. Do you even know me? Like, yeah. And do you even like jazz? Yeah, he caught on, and you know I think he was catching on, and I think at that moment, um, Tom Ripley knew his cover was blown. Yeah, like he either fessed up or he did something about it. And I think the excuse of Dicky getting pissed off on the boat was a perfect opportunity for Tom Ripley to bash him in the head with the oar. Yeah. But he I, I genuinely think he felt bad after he hit him the first time. Like, oh, shit. Yeah. What the know? fuck have I done? But then
0: after he started to go after him again, he's like, oh,
2: you know, fight or
0: flight kicked in. Yeah. I got to kill you. Yeah. I think he was saying, stop. Stop it. Stop it. Yeah. Stop it. I'm trying to give you warnings. All right. Yeah. Pop, 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 yeah. pop. Now you're gone. Well, you had him pinned down with the oar, and he's like, knock it off.
2: Knock it off. You yeah. You know, but... I mean, but honestly, after the first whack, how are you going to get out of that? Yeah, uh, it's, yeah, it's game game over, I man. I mean, he was gashing. Bill Paxton. That's <laughs> it. He was gashed in the head, bleeding
0: yeah. profusely. Yeah. So, so he's dead. Uh, he disposes the bodies somehow. I don't. I don't know. I think he drops him into the lake. I don't know. Uh, Who'd you
2: like better, Meredith or Marge?
0: Mm, uh I'm I'm more partial to Marge. Because it's Gwyneth Paltrow? Yeah. I, Gwyneth Paltrow, to me, has, has a special place in my heart. Because of so. Kill Bill? Is that her, right? No. No. Who no, is that? what? That's Uma Thurman. How Uma dare Thurman you. Not. Wow. They're both blondes. No, way far apart. Uma Thurman is <laughs> compared to Gwyneth Paltrow. I, I, yeah. Oh. They're both blondes. No, Gwyneth Paltrow, to me, was Shakespeare in Love. She, uh, oh, okay, 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 okay. Yells. Yeah. Yeah. Since Since that movie, she's been like a... Uh, yeah, she's been up there. <laughs> Which movie? Shakespeare I kind of like love? Meredith better. She
2: had she had, she does have a good look. I mean, well, I, I liked her personality better. Okay, you know, she was like because uh, to to me, Marge was like really caught up in the dicky <laughs> in the dicky. <laughs> she was caught up in the dicky. Yeah. Did you say that one? Are you marking? Are you noting this? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I, I think I think Marge is really caught up in the dicky, um, even though Meredith thought she had the dicky. Um, Meredith
0: liked the better Dicky. You're right. Which Dickie's better? <laughs> Matt Damon's Dickie. Yeah. Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> Matt Damon's version of Dickie. What do you mean? Uh, it was clear what I said. No, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no. Matt Damon's version of Dickie. I didn't say version of, but it, it's, it was implied. <laughs> it's too late. It's already been picked up. I don't
2: know. Whose Dickie do you like better? Not just, uh, no, but it, Meredith just seemed like, because she had money. Right. She was in a family of money and wealth and the name, you know. And if you remember in the beginning of the movie, early on in the movie, uh, she runs into Tom Ripley and he pretends to be Dickie Greenleaf. Right. At at the train station or whatever. Uh, And, oh, you're, you're running under R, you know. And she was running under a different last name as well because she didn't want people to know who she was. so uh, Even though she was, and then, what was it, her aunt that went around everywhere with her to the opera and everything else like that? She was irritated because of all that. She didn't want to live like that. She had the money, she had the name, but she wanted to be normal. Right. You know, where, on the other hand, Tom Ripley was, Tom Ripley, normal, no-name guy, was really trying to be Dickie Greenleaf.
0: Yeah, but it, I, part also about what I liked about uh, Marge is her kind of just hopeless romanticism. That this is what I this is what I would like to have happen. It's not going to happen with Dicky. Uh, she and she kind of I feel like she kind of knew that at the beginning, but still kind of had this holding whole, off. Yeah, she, she had like a superhero complex. Which oh, we're going to get married and move north, right? Which I, I relate to a little bit. Uh, the, superhero the, complex the, type of thing. The
2: naiveness Yeah.
0: Like naivete. Uh, it's this is in my mind. This is how it's going to work out, and that's beautiful thing. That that kind of just it it isn't isn't it is its it naivete. Well, but I relate to their it. own. Yeah, I, I relate to it. Plus, also Shakespeare and love. So I mean, it's gonna. Help. We're not talking about that movie, I, I, but I, I, I see your face.
1: <laughs> just let it happen. Right. He's into the dicky. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Wait, who are you talking about? So, this Philip guy. Seymour <laughs> Hoffman's character. We got a uh, Freddie. Yeah, uh, Freddie. I enjoyed when he died. He, yeah, he. I didn't like him. He he he's no, great. he played a. Yeah. Yes, he, he's a great actor because this guy was so awful. Yeah, so like that annoying
2: person. Yes, like me.
0: <laughs> I'm not ah. usually like this. You're fine. Oh, I just play annoying. Yeah, uh, Will Willy Hoffman was always, I think, good at what he did, playing what he needed to play for the purposes of whatever it was. In most cases, I think it was kind of a guy you didn't, you weren't supposed to like. Yeah, but he did that well. He was good at playing the douchey character. Yes, and this guy was super douchey. Yeah, Freddie was the worst. I I, I could almost get uh, like Jude Law was kind of a dicky too. Uh, ah. Oh, he was, <laughs> he was kind of a dick. Uh, e, you're right. Uh, he wasn't a good person No That's but, why he got Shipped off to Italy Yeah But compared to Freddy I'm like Alright Turns out uh, Jula's not so bad No So when Freddy Finally bit it But do you think That's why they got along So well uh, Yeah Probably
2: Yeah Yeah Got from the same stone Is what yeah. they say Yes Yeah, yeah Both uh, Both assholes Yeah See money does that to you Yeah I, I believe
0: that If I won the Mega Millions I wouldn't be an asshole I think everybody says that. I also would say that. I would like to think. <laughs> I, 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 I,
2: The, the thing is, I was like, oh, never mind. That's a different, different topic. Yeah, a different time. We'll friend Random match. That's for yeah, it's random like okay. in uh, two weeks.
0: <laughs> right. So, uh, so basically, he he kills Freddie. Uh, well, first first he kills Dicky, then he kills Freddie. Yeah, uh, and he's almost got away with everything. Goes back to uh, uh, Peter. Yeah, goes back to Peter. Now this whole double identity thing that he did. That I think he did that very well. Oh yeah, he was, playing, he was playing. Dickie in one moment. Then he was playing Tom Ripley in another moment.
2: Oh, like when they he, he was going to meet Peter and Marge. Yeah, for, for coffee at ten thirty, and yes. then meet Meredith. And he's like, no, no, make ten thirty. No, make it ten fifteen.
0: Yeah. So yeah, and then I think Meredith, he got a little cocky there, yeah. and, it, and it bit him in the ass. But it was it was very well played, where he was playing two characters <laughs> at the same time. Well, and, I think he planned Meredith to get there
2: early because. Uh, He was supposed to meet at 10.30, Marge and Peter. Okay. And I think that worked out. That's why he was sitting up at the top of the stairs over the ledge waiting for Meredith to move away. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Because, see, Meredith saw Tom Ripley, the likes of Tom Ripley, Matt Damon, as
0: Dickie Greenleaf. But if, yeah. So you think he was trying to get uh, Marge to think that Dickie was cheating so that she would be opened up No, to because go the, back night to before, the night before
2: Tom Ripley playing Dickie told Meredith I can't do this I love Marge Right I'm uh, going uh, back to Marge that, That's what I mean So, so he, he set it up that Meredith and Marge would be in the same place Yes Because Meredith and Marge did not know each other Right But Peter and Meredith did and Peter knew Marge Right So when they introduced and he's like No, uh, no, I was with Dicky at the opera last night Dickie, no, don't worry about it. He's gonna go back to you. He loves you. Nothing happened between us. Yeah, you know, and you should take him back. He set it up, set it up perfectly. Yeah. Now, did he know he was setting it up at the time? That's where I'm
0: lost. I think I would. uh, I think he did. I, I think his play was get Marge to back off from Dickie. Marge finds out Dickie's cheating, like in your face cheating. Then Marge will back off of Dickie, opening yeah. Marge up for Tom. I mean, I think as a con man, Tom Ripley, because he
2: ran into um, Marge and Peter at the opera and set up this coffee at 1030 because he was going back. Yeah. right? Because Tom Ripley was going back because that's who they knew him as. Right. And he set it up at 1030. I think he realized, this is his talent, that, oh, shit's going to hell in a handbasket. I need to fix something. And so that's why he went back to the balcony with Meredith as Dicky and goes, "Let's get out of here." Yeah. And then set that all up to like, you know, I can't do this, blah blah blah. I love Marge." "Well, let's not do this at night." And he's like, "Ooh, perfect opportunity. How about we meet tomorrow at 10:30?" "No, wait, 10:15." It was already playing in his head. Yeah. How he was going to get out of this. And so that's why he was so struck, stupid. On the boat at the end, when Meredith goes, Dickie, Dickie, and he he responds to it and turns around and looks at her.
0: Fuck. Yeah. Because at that point he's, so uh, up to this point now he he basically gets away with killing Freddie, gets away with killing Dicky, gets away with killing Dicky off, who is supposed to be still alive. He fakes a, a, a suicide note, so the Dicky is now dead. Yeah. So, so by all accounts, all his tracks are now covered. So Dicky is now dead and responsible for the death of Fred. Right. And Tom's off the hook. Yeah. Except now, here comes Meredith. Hey, Dickie. The only person that can tie him basically back to saying that he
2: was Dickie. And Peter sees him kissing Meredith, and he's like, no, 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 it's not really a kiss. Like, come on. I I just didn't want her to see Dickie and Peter together, and then Peter's like, or Tom and and Peter together. He's like, yeah, yeah. uh, yeah.
0: And, yeah, so this this is the point where he realizes, oh, fuck, now I got to kill you. It's all over, man. Yeah. Another Paxton. Game over, man. No, I, I think Peter liked <laughs> Tom Ripley enough
2: that if Tom would have just said, look, Meredith thinks I'm Dickie because I met her in a train station when I first got here yes. to bring Dickie back, and I <laughs> pretended to be Dickie because... I thought he was cool, and uh, that's
0: what I'm I saying. Like kill Dickie. Meredith. Don't kill Tom.
2: Well, she wouldn't even have to kill me. He wouldn't even have to kill Meredith.
0: Just tell Peter, look, this is what's going on. She thinks I'm dicky. But but Meredith is part of the alibi of what makes Tom not part of the scene of the whole alibi thing that he concocted. Yeah, you're right. At the uh, at the opera. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it all goes back and forth. Kill Meredith. Well, I mean, he could go off at the sensible Tom. I mean, he could
2: kill meredith tom goes off to the sunset with peter got it um i understand what you were saying but i just didn't understand what you were saying
0: oh yeah Um, right ah but like
2: here's the thing like if he would have just told meredith look i was pretending to be dicky i my idea was i needed to come back to bring dicky back to the united states right and when i ran into you i thought you were just really cool and i couldn't introduce myself as a no-name Tom Ripley. So I introduced myself as Dickie Greenleaf. Yeah. And you know I'm really not Dickie Greenleaf. I'm I'm Tom Ripley. You know I'm sorry. I just really wanted to get to know you more. But blah blah blah. Let me kiss you. Blah blah. blah. But I got to go back to the states. I'm sorry. And then go off to Peter. Yeah. Yeah, and, 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 that could work. Or you know, yeah, I'm really not Dicky. I'm Tom Ripley. But if you like me still, you know, I'm getting Dicky's money now from his right. dad, so we can be cool,
0: right? I got a room with my buddy Peter. If you yeah. want to come join us both, I mean, my name is Tom Ripley. But if you want to <laughs> see my Dicky, then yeah, if you want to have Dicky and Peter, hi, and hey, how the, are you?
1: <laughs> this is getting really weird, really fast. <laughs> We're just coming up with our own plot lines. Yeah, oh, that's great. You like the Dicky? It's great. Yeah. Hey Meredith, you
0: want to have Dicky and Peter? I did it time. all for
2: the dicky. What the right. dicky? You yeah. know, so you can. No, I'm just kidding. All right, that's Lim Biscuit.
0: Oh my god! <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: anyway, so yeah. um, that's basically very the movie. intriguing movie. Uh, not a lot to pick
0: apart. It, it was. It was a little slow for me. Mm,
2: yeah,
0: I remember watching it when I was younger back in the back in the day and thinking like, "Ooh, this is fun." Watching it this time was like, what?
2: Yeah, it's not what I, I thought it this. was. I mean, I I watched it maybe 15 years ago. Okay. But yeah. it. And when you're like, hey, we're doing Talented Mr. Ripley, I'm like, oh, yeah, I've seen that movie. You know, because a lot of times you're doing movies and I'm
0: like, well, i never even heard of that damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah. Most but, has to do with uh, Maestro. Got it. Picking random crazy. but. Friend. This one I'm like oh I
2: know that movie I've watched that movie before but I don't remember it Let me watch it again and I did watch it And we had the same reaction It was not what we remember Not at all I forgot about so much of that Either it was not what we remember Or we were thinking of a different movie
0: No I, re- I remember uh, Tom liking Dickie and wanting to take over his life But in my mind it was more of a Like uh, Spend time with him get to know him To the point where it's like I'm ready to be you now. Wow. You're dead. Well, now uh, I'm you. Uh, Tom, that's that's, what, that's uh, how I remembered it. It's funny because we were talking <laughs> about
2: Oceans before with Matt Damon. Tom Ripley, uh, certain parts of the movie remind me of an uh, individual Oceans 11, you know? Okay. Like he, he was like his own, like trying to right. do all this stuff. It reminded me of an Oceans 11 type scheme. Okay. But just one individual person.
0: Yeah. I guess it was kind of like the uh, in the second movie where everything falls apart and Matt Damon's trying to plan it all to yeah. make it work out and everything keeps falling apart mm-hmm. and he finds a way to connect it back again. Figure it out, yeah. 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 That, yeah well, had, it,
2: it, no wonder why they picked Matt Damon to play Jason Bourne. <laughs> okay. He does, a, he does a good job acting like he's thinking Yeah, as he's going, like coming up with this shit as he's okay. going along. Yes. You know what I mean? I, all right, yeah. He does a great job of that and, and Jason Bourne, he had to... You know, be this big guy. You know, high pollutant. You know, killer. Right. That can come up with plans and strategies right off the bat. You know, and then Jason Bourne. You know, where he's sitting there going, "Is that your car? Okay. Get in. I'm driving." Boom. You know, and then he's. I saw the same look. Yeah. In his eyes, as Tom Ripley, as Jason Bourne.
0: But at the same time, I could also see like a Jackie Chan being Jason Bourne. True, because Jackie Chan, like his style of fighting, is, is almost like a.
1: But uh, the thing uh, is, so he can't ho- understand a word that's coming
0: out of his mouth. <laughs> check out the movie The Tuxedo. I've seen it. Yes, Jennifer Love Hewitt. Yes. Of course, I've seen it. Yes, mm, that was my first uh, Hollywood crush. Jennifer, Jennifer Love Hewitt. Hewitt? Mm-hmm. I thought it was Dicky.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> technically, it was made in
0: the 1950s. This? What? Oh, well, that takes okay, place the time, time period. I think, yeah, I see what you're doing. Yeah. All right. Any of the thoughts? Final thoughts about the movie? Mishroom. No, it was
1: like, it was a nice uh, reprieve from like having a person that actually is like either one side or, not, or the other. This is a guy that's confused for the whole movie. Okay. It sh- it, to me, it shows something like uh, a person either growing in one direction or another. Not towards Dickie, but you know what I'm saying, it's just in general.
0: Okay.
1: I'm going to save that. Thank you. So, you said Dicky.
0: Yeah. Oh, said, ringtone. Uh,
2: yep. <laughs> I'm going on Apple Play, right? After. I'm
1: just, kidding.
0: <laughs> <Final> <laughs> I'm
2: just kidding. I'm
0: just messing with you. Uh, oh.
1: oh, it's okay.
0: Yeah. I think we already did our final thoughts. I think we're good. You yeah. Should, anything else
1: you want to say about the movie? Mushroom? Something tells me that we all like the Dicky. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, it was I, an unfortunate I, term that I used at the beginning.
2: I enjoyed the movie. In some parts, it did keep me in suspense. Like, oh, shit. How is he going to get out of this? And like I said earlier, when he got out of it, he didn't get out of it the way I was anticipating him getting out of it.
0: Yeah. You know, so it, it was good. The, the it kept main, me entertained. The main problem I had overall is this, it reminds me a little bit of like a Ben Stiller movie. Where Ben Stiller, it, he he's not trying to, but he's getting himself into shit after shit. Uh, like the meet the Fockers type of thing. Where it's just like a... Oh, whoops, I fucked up. Oh, let's see if I can fix it. Oh, barely made it. All right, what's next? Oh, I fucked it up again somehow. I wouldn't say it was Meh. that corny, but no, I can no, see how you can make the correlation. It wasn't corny. But, this, this was a better done version of yeah. what that would be. A non-comedy version of the same kind of uh, device yeah, that is been the Yeah, just a movement. movie of having to
2: deal with circumstances that obviously you can have a plan in yeah. life and, and it's not going to go the way you planned it in your head. So... You're going to have to think on your feet. And a talented a talented con man yeah. can get through all that. A talented Mr. Ripley will have the talent to be able
0: to do all that. He, he did a good enough job up until the very end where I think he fucked up. Like I said, he should have killed Meredith. Other than that, uh, he was very talented in what he
2: did. But the problem is... Is what you're not making the connection is, is Peter saw him kiss Meredith,
0: but but he, but he didn't know that, that at the
2: time. But yeah. he would have killed Meredith after he kissed him and went to Peter, and, and then Peter knows Meredith and then Mer- finds out Meredith is dead and floating in the yeah. water. But uh, and the last person that she, she was saw seen with was Tom Ripley. Or it's, Dick, Dicky uh, Greenleaf.
0: Right. It, it seemed to me like he was already halfway there to getting Peter to forgive him for that kiss beforehand. You're right. You're. I think.
2: I think it would have been easier for him to just come clean with Peter. Peter would have loved him anyway. Exactly right.
0: I think Peter loved him more than he was friends with Dicky and March. But he had too much damage inside his own brain, inside of his own uh, locked ah. closet. Where uh, all the darkness is. Yeah, like you said, he laid down. He's like,
2: uh, tell me uh, what you like about me. And he's like, oh, that's going to take a long time. Right. See, he was ar- he's already he back was already in. in love. He was already back yeah, in. Yeah, he was in. But he had to kill Damn, him. I knew he was going to kill him. When he walked in, I knew he was going to kill him. As soon as he wrapped that thing around his neck, he's like, oh, it's so confusing. I just can't be myself. Well, I knew he was going to strangle him and kill him. I was hoping for a happier ending. And then the credits rolled, and I was like... So t- t- does Tom still get his money? <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's what you're worried about.
2: <laughs> <laughs> like so, like who does Tom end up with? Does he end up with Meredith? Like, um, I- and still continue to pretend to be Dicky? And does like Meredith not ever find out that Dickie's dead? Because that's the thing. Meredith thinks that she, Dickie's yeah. still trying to be planned or or uh, be convicted uh, convicted of, crime,
0: yeah. of Fred's murder. There's no future with Meredith. That's why she should have died. Well,
2: see, and that's, that's the part of some movies that I don't like. And I know it's, it's, a, it's an art form to some writers and producers and stuff like that, is to leave people hanging with no possible future of uh, a sequel. Right. But at the end, okay, like the Tom Ripley mm. kills Peter, right? But what happens to Tom? What, what happens to Meredith? What, like, I don't like that.
0: You know, this, I understand it, but I don't like it. In this day and age, I wouldn't be surprised if they came back with the sequel today. <laughs> like, well, this, that's because they're running out of ideas. This is what Ripley's been doing for the past 20 years. And now here's, here's Ripley's side of the story with Meredith. Or, or maybe now he's with Mr. Greenleaf. I don't or, know. or maybe
2: they do a Star Trek or Star Wars type thing, and they come up with a before he was talented
0: yeah. And it's Tom okay. Ripley growing up, yeah. you know? How he became the car artist, kind of guy. Yeah. All right.
2: Well. And then they throw Jar Jar Binks in there, and they make uh-huh. it horrible. <laughs> Sorry, did I Misa go there? don't think that's a good idea. Misa thinks you're a know, big doo-doo
0: now. <laughs> Misa likes soup. You like Dicky. Misa soup. Miso soup? Ah, Miso, yeah, Miso soup. Yeah. Right. Anyway, that was our All opinion right. of the movie. But like I said at the top of the show, we have lots of opinions, but no credentials. Now we're going to hear people who actually have credentials, the critics. You want to hear the good reviews or the bad reviews first? Um, you know, how, uh, Cowboy, let's go with what you choose. Let's go bad. Bad reviews, all right. This is from Jonathan Rosenbaum from the Chicago Reader. I, I say bad because I want to end on a good note. Uh, of course. Familiarity is the watchword of this overblown opus which neglects holes in the plot to play up its postmodern theme of identity as passiche. A clear case of of the pot calling the kettle black. That,
1: that guy th- has a closed mind. And there are so many words I can use later on for a ringtone for you now. What? <laughs> Just needs- keep on going. Just keep on that going. That
0: guy owns yeah. too many He said <laughs>
2: pastiche dicky. A dicky pastiche. A dicky
0: pastiche. All right. Amy Tobin from The Village Voice says, It's a sign of how watered down the movie is that the only supporting actors have any bite.
2: The, the, the,
0: that only the supporting actors have any bites.
2: only the supporting actors have any bites. So the, okay. the
0: lead the, actors—they're talking. S- suck.
1: I think they're talking about how Matt Damon's complacency through the whole movie was a little, little bit like brash. Okay, I can see that. I mean, I can see that, but I, I also like—he
2: did such a good job trying to be Dicky when he was in Dicky form. Yeah, and <laughs> fucking my strong. When he got back into Tom form, he was. It's it, he did a very good job making me believe Tom was Tom. Yes. That was who he is.
0: He did a good shift between the
2: two characters. Yeah, very was good. Yeah. Right. And it wasn't just like, oh, well, now he's Tom because he's dressed like that. Or now he's Dickie because he's dressed like that. Yeah. You know? Like, right. the, the the action, the, the mannerisms, everything. Yeah, man. I, I also like the part where he was like, you know, where Dickie's like, um, give me an impression. And he Im- pretended to be his dad, you know. Uh, yeah. like, Or when he's looking
0: at himself in the mirror, I'm in love with you, Marge. But, you know, a, oh, you know. <laughs> I thought it was good. All right, Jeff Miller from the Houston Chronicle says, Perhaps at 90 or so minutes, it would have been better, it, it would have been the Hitchcock... Hitchcockian, it would have been the Hitchcockian thriller that it isn't at the beginning, but turns into. At two hours and twenty minutes, there's too much of the film that feels like reiteration. It did seem like a long movie. Feels. Wait, 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 Hitch what? Hitchcockian. Got it. You got a little Hitchcockian with the dicky. Swear to God. <laughs> All right. Here's the good reviews. David Germain from the Associated Press. The sumptuous production, eclectic score, grand performances, and engrossing moments of the suspense make Ripley one of the year's finer offerings. You know that movie
2: did want to make did make me want to go to a jazz oh, bar. jazz You bar. know, just yeah, to, know, just because I want to get dressed up and put a fedora on. I know, right? Nice. There's places that we can do
0: that. All right, we'll make that, do that? We'll make a day out of it. The association, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not the association. (laughs) Yeah, I'm just kidding.
1: Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so many good words. All right.
0: David Anson from Newsweek. Mingeli puts us inside Ripley's head, inviting us to share his envy and giddy excitement, even as we recognize his warped need to be someone he's not. All right. Got a little kudos for the director there. Okay. Andrew Saris from The Observer. On balance, the talented Mr. Ripley is worth seeing more for its undeniably delightful journey than its final destination. I would have to agree with him.
2: I don't know how that's positive. That's a weird, good review, right? Yeah, I don't, I, like I said, I don't know how it's positive. It's, I mean, it's yeah. a great movie for its journey, but I just told you I hated the ending. Right. The destination at the end is like, this is, what the fuck happened? Right.
0: All right, now it's time for the Rotten Tomatoes game. All right. This is the part of the show where I make the guys guess the score of the Rotten Tomatoes game. Three. Rotten Tomato score. <laughs> For those of you unfamiliar with the scoring system, it's an average score from 0 to 100 amongst critics and the audience. 0 to 59 is rotten, 60 to 84 is fresh, and 85 and up is certified fresh. What would you like to guess first, the critics or the audience? Let's go with the critics. All right. Tomato meter. What's tomatometer. your guess? Tomato meter.
2: Or tomato meter. Uh, I say tomato. Right. I say tomato. Okay, uh, whatever. Let's call it
0: But so, what are the. Uh, 0.59 is rotten. 60.84 is fresh. 85 and up is certified fresh.
1: 62. 62. Okay. Ooh, that was nice and quick. For critics. Critics. Mm, I'd go 75. 75. Yeah.
0: Okay. Now, uh, as I said last time, I, I, I put in my guess before, uh, just so I can have a record here. My guess was 63%. The actual tomato meter was. 83%. You, you you just tried to prices right me. I have it written down here. You added a prices right me. You're like, oh uh, one. Maestro oh, sure got two. that one. Not, not I. Maestro sure got it. He was close. What did Punk. you say? 75 something? Yep. All right. Now the audience. I'm going to think the audience
2: went lower, honestly. Okay. I, I'm going to say, well, not lower from me, but lower from the critics. Okay. Because I, I think the critics probably gave it more weight. They put 82? They put 83%. 83 I'm going to say 75.
0: Okay. Make sure. Ooh. I'd go lower, actually, to 60. All right. My guess was 63. Oh, 59, actually. 59 was my guess for the audience. (laughs) Let's see what happens here. Audience score was 80%. Cowboy gets it. Look at you, man. So uh, they were pretty close with the critics. Yeah, this is fresh all around. Wow. Yeah, man. Interesting. Not quite certified fresh, but fresh from both... Like like Subway Fresh Yes Eat Fresh (laughs) (laughs) Alright Paul Giamatti wasn't in this We've noticed that Paul Giamatti has slowly been In a lot of the movies we were doing And since we all love him equally We decided to ask What role would Paul Giamatti have in this movie So The rule is you gotta take a character out For Paul Giamatti to replace him I think he's dead dead. dead? What do you think Hmm. come back to me I'll come back to you alright <laughs> he would have been a perfect Freddy that's where I was going to go take Philip Timor Hoffman out of this and put Paul Giamatti in there man that would have been great because it, it would be the same basic like as far as like physical archetype for Philip Timor Hoffman coming in like oh man don't you want to bang all the ladies all the time yeah but, like, but you're not going to bang the ladies look at you Paul Giamatti coming with that same exact attitude and be like oh he's funny <laughs> Less, less. He would have been less of a. you would have been less dicky. Yeah, I, I was going to say that, but I'm I, just realizing now that I use "dicky" as a verb or an adjective very oftenly, and it's not working out well with this but, movie. But
2: you know what? <laughs> you, you you haven't <laughs> used that until this podcast. No, I
0: use it constantly.
2: Dicky? Yes.
1: Really?
0: He's real dicky. That guy.
1: Wow. <laughs> you got a lot of dick on your mind. <laughs> Scary, right? All right.
2: I would have to agree with you though On the Freddy thing
0: Alright Now it's time for trivia This is part of the show Where I give you guys Little bits of factual Information you may not know About the movie mm. uh, There's a part of the movie Where uh, My Funny Valentine Is being sang That was actually sang that By That was m- actually I could tell by you That was Damon. him I could actually yeah. tell you Because
2: like <clears throat> There was a scene In the movie where Jude Law is up on stage Singing that Americano song you know Yeah And their mouths were not in sync with the actual words. Okay. (laughs) If you watch, that was the one thing I was going to pick apart, but then I was like, well, maybe it's my, (laughs) you know, but then I'm like, no, 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 this can't be, because I was watching the actual movie, Mm -hmm. not some, you know, filmed copy of the movie, bootleg copy of it. I'm I'm watching the actual movie. There's no way, no, either A, they screwed up the voiceover of it, or B... That wasn't them. And I'm like, yeah, that wasn't them. They screwed up the voiceover. Mm. Well, that would be A and B to put together. So that's AB positive.
0: <laughs> Speaking of which, how did you watch this movie? Uh, Hollywood? Uh, wait. Hollywood? Wait, no, you're Hollywood. I'm, I'm Hollywood. Adam? Uh, Adam? Ca- uh, cowboy. Yeah. Wow. How's that? Who am I? Who is wa- you? I watched it with my eyeballs. You watched it with your eyeballs? <laughs> He's Dickie.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you said you, you rented this movie? Well, I, I, I rented it on Amazon. On Amazon Prime? Yes, Amazon Prime. Oh, look at you, man. Yeah. You know. Well, I'm sure. you didn't think a did you watch like it on me. Amazon Prime? Why, well,
1: yes, I did. Wow. And tell me how you
2: did that. Oh, I went to uh, Rab Hack Productions, and I logged into my Amazon account,
0: and, uh, you know, clicked on uh, the yeah. button there, and I got, uh, got you a little credit. Yeah, click on the banner on our webpage. It takes you mm. to Amazon, do your shopping did as well. call normal. it a banner? It's a banner. Oh. doesn't cost you anything extra. But Help support the show Yes Yes Because right, we trivia. all need support Look right. at that I need a little bit more support yeah. here <laughs> <laughs> That's fine We're almost out of here. We're going to refill in a second All right uh, Matt Damon lost 30 pounds For this role in the movie I can tell you that Yeah You're looking at him And Jason Bourne And
2: well I don't know what he looked like before But you know what Some of, Some of the shots of Matt Damon In this movie uh, w- where he lost 30 pounds or whatever. It looked like the scrawny dude from Captain America. Okay, I can see that. Yeah, you know yeah.
0: <laughs> Let's see. When did Jason Bourne come out? The Bourne uh, was 2007. All right, so this was three years before Jason Bourne. Holy Christ. Yeah, the Bourne identity was 2002. This was 99. Ooh, yeah. Look at you, man. All right, let's see more... Uh, Jude Law Jude Law learned to play the saxophone And Matt Damon learned to play the piano For this film However, while Damon's training enabled him to recreate The proper keyboard fingering The music heard in the film is played by Sally Heath And Gabriel Yared. But my question is, did they know Italian before this? Or did
2: they have to learn Italian as well? Mm, that's a good question It's not my trivia uh,
0: Anthony Miguel Miguel. The director originally wanted Tom Cruise for the role of Ripley. But after seeing Goodwill Hunting, he decided Matt Damon was the choice. Good job. Also, DiCaprio was considered for the role. You know what?
2: Looking at this movie and watching Matt Damon playing Tom Ripley, I could see DiCaprio playing that role as
0: well. Yes. I could see DiCaprio. I could not see Cruise. No. No way. No. All right. Money makes the world go round. We're going to put this film into perspective with other films that were released this year. I'm so horrible at this feel. game. so we can get a feel financially how well it's held up to its peers the budget for this film 40 million dollars wow what was a total worldwide gross 365 okay 365 that's that's a big that's a big gain yeah so based on Hollywood's rules you have to make three times what the budget was for this film to be considered profitable so 120 million would have been profitable Let's say 200. 200? Million. All right. In the U.S., this grossed $81.3 million. In the foreign box office, it grossed forty-seven point five. Bring mm-hmm. his bringing its total wide world of gross to $128.8 million. I Told you I was horrible at this game. Yeah, <laughs> real bad. <laughs> I sure guessed that one. I Th- about, I about went over. <laughs> it's yeah. fine. This is not, not prices right. Uh, the film debuted in second place on the weekend of December 25th, 1999 with $12.7 million. According to Box Office Mojo, this is the sixth highest grossing film in the category. I'll take a guess what the category is? It's not rom-com. No.
1: Drama. It's
0: gay and lesbian.
1: What?
2: How? Because Tom Ripley has like two gay affairs in the movie. He's he's all over the
0: dudes, man. He wants that dicky. And that Peter. Oh! <laughs> I was making
1: the joke earlier. <laughs> All
0: right. Number
2: one in this category. Isn't it funny, though, how he goes for Dickie and Peter in right. the same movie? Of
0: course. Yeah. Right of course. It's real on the nose. Real <laughs> on the nose. Uh, number one in this category is Bohemian Rhapsody. That makes sense. Number two, well, Birdcage. Not at the time that this movie came out. Oh, that's yeah. True. No, in the category now. Now. In this category. Currently, as as of to date, uh, what Human about Ratchy's now? Number one, number two is Birdcage. Three, Interview with the Vampire. Four, The Imitation Game. Birdcage.
2: Yeah. yeah. Oh, Birdcage. I'm, so, I'm sorry. Shut not up. Bird, not Birdbox. I was thinking bird Box. <laughs> I'm like Bird Box. No, Birdcage. Oh
0: hell yeah, yeah. No, Birdcage. Fuck yeah, I love that movie. And number five Hello. is black Mountain. Never seen it. No, it's real slow. It's real slow. That's how he likes it. <laughs> oh yeah. <snap. laughs> This was the 27th highest grossing film of 1999. Number one that year, Star Wars, The Phantom Menace. Oh, bubble Number two, Sixth Sense. Did you cut to close your eyes for that one? Yes, I did. Bruce Willis, man. Oh, he was picturing it. Oh, oh, wait.
2: I see dead people. Number
0: two. Uh, by the way, if you want to check out the archives, we did Split. Uh, I don't think we did Unbreakable. We did Split for sure. Uh, and the, Because Glass was coming out. Recently, check that out. Anyway, Very good, huh? that was 1999. The talented Mr. Ripley, directed by Anthony Michael. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> check out our website, ratpackpodcast.com dot com slash spoilers. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Spoilers Show. Check out and subscribe to our YouTube channel, Rat Pack Productions. Write us via email at spoilers at ratpackpodcast.com dot com for any questions, opinions, or movie requests. Please rate and review the show on iTunes so it can help us in the rankings. If you leave us a review on iTunes and leave us a recommendation, that movie will go to the top of our list, and we'll watch it before anything else. Next week... mm, Say it. I am not happy about this at all. If you listen to the podcast at all, you know I have a deterrent to these kinds of movies. We're watching 2005's Diary of a Mad Black Woman. That's not where I was expecting you to go. This is a Tyler Perry, uh, Medea, Medea's first appearance in the Tyler Perry-verse. I thought you were going Ben Stillery or
1: Adam Sandler. No.
0: I, I've, only, I've seen Ben Stiller movies. I've seen Sandler movies. I have not seen a Tyler Perry movie. So how I've do you know s- if you like it or not? Because I've seen enough clips to know this is not going to be good. This is going to be fun. It's going to be an interesting. Episode. I'm glad I'm not on this one. I'm going to make you watch it anyway. <laughs> Wait, how? If you want to continue to buy Plex, I'm, I've already seen it. I mean, I've already seen it. Have you glad- really? No. Uh, yeah. Now, now, you know,
2: oh. <laughs> oh, that was close. All right. I should have said yeah. Then he went ahead and make me watch right? it. Right? All right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So me uh, see a Tyler Perry. <laughs> I, I, mean, I watched the Tyler Perry show. They TV have, show. Yeah. That's a show. No, nope. no, they have. Tyler Perry TV shows, and I, oh. I, I couldn't get... To me, it's just too over-the-top. Yes. That, uh, yes. That's why I can't get into it. It's like... Yes. Mm, too far. No, yeah. It's like, you don't have to go over-the-top like that to be funny.
0: I'm sure it's made for the niche market that he's looking for, in the same way that maybe well, George, yeah. George Lopez is made well, for absolutely. that market. I'm not saying same way it's the made for that market. I'm not saying market. it's stupid. It's just not
1: for me. I, I don't like it. Yeah. Just let you know, he does do shows, too, on Broadway.
0: Yeah, he was also in Star Trek movie, and he was fine in that. Yeah. yeah. He's in a Star Trek movie? Yeah, he's the one that uh, pretty much told uh, Kirk that you can't be uh, Kirk anymore. What? In the Star Trek movie, the most recent adaptation of the Star Trek movies. What? He was in that. He was part of the council telling him, you're no longer a captain, Mr. Kirk. Oh, he was, Tyler Perry said no, no, no good. Yeah. And he's, oh. he was fine because he wasn't being over the top. Uh, yeah. Weird, crazy guy. He didn't have a, a wig on, stabbing kids. Oh, no, you don't, Kirk. It, it, you get it, it, out of here.
2: It, it, well, see, to me, it just seems like he's trying too hard to be
0: funny. Yeah. Okay. We're going to get into this next week. Yeah. I, my, not my, me. my blood pressure is already rising too far. This is going to be Okay, can, can I take a moment here?
2: Yeah. Hollywood, I wish you the best. I hope everything works out with you. Yes. I appreciate you not being here because I got to have fun. <laughs> but I wish you were here to have fun. Yeah.
1: There, there was a lot of dicky going on and... Someone got too much dicky Into their dicky I'm not sure if Hollywood Would have stood for that
0: I think I think you've been okay with it Yeah I think he would have, I think he would have enjoyed it But yeah you know, He wouldn't have joined in As much as we did I don't think You're yeah. saying that Hollywood would enjoy The dicky No he, he he's He's classier than we are Oh <laughs> Way more classier than me I mean, Come on My my name's yeah. Cowboy Yeah Have you met me Alright thanks for hanging out Everybody Yeah Until next time I'm Adam I'm Maestro I'm Cowboy And supposedly Adam likes dicky Oh, come on.